It's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you in part by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener Supply. Hey there, Charlie. Good morning, Mary. Well, Charlie, I love it when you've got new varieties of old favorites to share, especially uh, perennial flowers. So home gardeners who love coral bells should really listen up. Well, certainly coral bells or heucheras are a favorite in many gardens. And I love the research that's been going on for decades now at the Chicago Botanical Garden. Richard Hawkey is the trial manager out there, and he has been trying all different kinds of perennial flowers, trees, and shrubs, and trialing them for things like plant growth, flowering, uh, the ability to ward off diseases and insects, how they get through the winter, that kind of thing. And so you can get a real nice evaluation of what varieties would probably do well And even though Chicago is a little different than Vermont, um, it's a similar enough climate that I think it's worth looking at. Some of the ones he found that are probably the best ones to grow um, are the Carnival series. So Carnival Cocoa Mint. It's a five inch tall, it's a really short one. Uh, It's got green leaves with veins that are kind of purple and burgundy to them. Uh, And it has a little crinkling to the edge of the leaves too. A really cute one in the garden, especially in a rock garden or a lower garden. The Carnival Watermelon grows up 16 inches tall. Uh, This is one of those really bright pink kind of colored ones um, bright salmon leaves deeper veins uh, and the coloring almost like a little copper or silvery coloring to it too silver gumdrops is one of those deep purple ones this one actually has more of a silvery kind of purple leaf to it and beautiful red flowers that'll come up um, in the summertime too mostly the heuchers are grown for their beautiful leaves um, and the final one is winterberry which is a 15 inch tall deep purple one with deep veins uh, really glossy leaves, really attractive. So Richard Hawkey usually trials his plants for four years. And like I said, these have been going on for much longer than that. Um, And he also gives some tips on growing plants like hookahs. So for hookah, he says, uh, the best thing to do is you want to give them a little afternoon shade. You don't want them to get leaf scorched on them. You want a really well-drained organic soil that kind of stays moist, but it's well-drained. And you have to watch out this time of year for frost heaving because the roots are not very deep. And so this freezing and thawing that we're getting now can push the plant out of the ground. They can dry out and then the roots dry out and the plant dies. Uh, So if you can do all those things and try out some of these new varieties, you might have a real pleasant experience. Well, those all sound really beautiful. Charlie, some questions coming in for you from our audience. Um, Here is one from Andrew in Adamant. And Andrew writes, hey, Charlie, spring pruning question for you. The wet snow and wind storms this winter trashed a lot of my lilacs and broke many of the main trunks. I've cleaned up and cut off all the broken branches, but I'm wondering now if it would be best to trim a lot of the lilacs down to the ground and reshape them instead of having tree stems that are cut off at three or four feet high. Nature is a messy pruner, he writes. Well, Andrew, having broken lilac branches is never fun, especially when they're broke from ice and snow. I would take a look at that shrub right now and all those broken branches, you want to cut them back to either a side branch or to the main trunk. And if after doing that, there's not much left, it might be worth just cutting it right back down to about one foot tall. Let the suckers come up. It will take another three or four years for those suckers to get old enough to produce flowers, but at least you have a nicer looking shrub. Okay, and this one from Erica and Ferrisburg. Erica writes, I discovered an old, large red raspberry patch on my property. How can I rehabilitate it into a productive patch? 
Well, Erica, finding some wild raspberries is always fun. And even though the wild raspberries may have some viruses and, and diseases on them, so they may not be as productive, if you've got a patch that looks good, why not give it a try? So I would suggest going in there and mowing paths through the patch so you have probably three or four foot wide uh, groups of those wild raspberries. Thin them out, take out all the dead and diseased branches and really favor some of those thicker canes, take out really thin spindly ones. Then come in with some compost and wood chips, arborist wood chips. Put a whole pile of it around the base of it. Uh, that'll keep the weeds out and help them grow better. And hopefully you'll get a nice raspberry crop this year. Okay, sounds good. Any questions for Charlie about your garden? landscape, lawns, send it to us, vermontpublic.org, search for all things gardening, and submit your question in the post. Thanks, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary, and I'll be seeing you in the garden.